Do you, do you go in on Taco Tuesday? <laughs> do I what? Do you go in on Taco Tuesday? Do I go in on Taco Tuesday? Yeah, like do you do you do you do the tacos on Tuesdays? Uh no. 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 I mean, I've probably had tacos on a Tuesday before in my life, but I've never made it like a thing where I'm like, it's Tuesday, it's time for tacos. Although, you know what? I had fajitas for dinner. Does that count? Uh, yeah, maybe. No. Okay. No, that Probably doesn't not. count. Yeah. Okay. So, you, wait, so you, I mean, like with, you know, with 50 cent tacos and all that shit, you're still not, you're you're not going out to the local taco shop? With 50, who has 50 cent tacos? And it's not like 50 cent, but usually it's like a dollar or something on Tuesdays. Where? Everywhere. Like every place that sells tacos does Taco Tuesday. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Did you are, wait? Are you kidding me? You've gone fifty eight years in your life and and never. Yeah, that's that's all I am. <laughs> never, never heard of Taco <laughs> Tuesday. I've heard of Taco Tuesday, but I thought it was just like things parents did with their children to like get them excited about eating tacos on Tuesdays. Nah, man, because Tuesday Tuesday is like the uh, the least commercial day of any day uh, in in terms uh-huh. of like profitability and people going to stores and people buying stuff. Apparently, statistically, Tuesday is the worst day uh to sell things and so to to incentivize people uh a lot of restaurants started doing taco tuesday and it caught on like oh. wildfire and so you can go to pretty much any place with tacos on a tuesday and get like dollar tacos huh except taco bell because you know they're already like a fucking dollar hmm yeah well nope didn't know that well That's you know who does go in on me. taco tuesday the savage land Welcome back to the Savage Land. My name is Jason. I'm Matt. And today we are Rachel-less. We got no Rachels. No. It's a, it's, I, I, nope, I got nothing. <laughs> it's a Rachel-less world out there. Yep. <laughs> uh, I was t- going for some sort of super witty Rachel pun, but, but I it, didn't. It just wasn't there. Wasn't there. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Comic Bento. We'll have uh, more on that later in the show. Matt, it's been, been a couple uh, weeks since you and I have talked. Like two. Yeah. Hey, 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 bud. Hey. Hey. It's good, good to What's see ha- you. What? Yeah. What's ha- what, what did I miss? <laughs> everything, Matt. Everything. The world's burning oh down. God. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's crazy stuff. Um, uh, all sorts of stuff. I hey, so you guys, you guys talked about uh, uh the Cloverfield paradox last week. Yeah, yes, we did. You I watched it, I assume. I did watch it. I watched it. I and I was actually really, uh, really stoked to to talk about it on the show. Um, yeah, the week well, that it why came don't you out. Talk about it, there, bud. We'll talk about it real quick, but we we won't spend too much time on it. Um, I enjoyed I'm sure it. Everybody's itching to hear what you thought about it. <laughs> They're definitely itching. Go check. Go yep. go see your doctors, people. Um, Hydrocortisone cream. <laughs> I I enjoyed the movie. Uh, there are definitely a lot of weird things in it that I'm kind of I don't know if I want to say confused by or or exasperated by or whatever. Um, you know, like why the fuck does his arm have sentience? Shit like that. Uh, but. Uh-huh. I also did definitely enjoy it. Yeah. It's getting, I, I, I don't know, it's getting raked through the coals, and I, I feel like it's undeserved. Is it really? Yeah. I thought, I thought people liked it. I don't know. I, like, the people, the people that I know who saw it liked it, but it, for whatever reason, critics and reviews and everything are just, just panning the shit out of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, what's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh that's a it's a weird thing. I I I'd say it's it's for anyone out there it's still worth the watch cuz it was pretty fun and there's some crazy shit in there that you don't get to see very often in movies. Yeah, I had a blast watching it. Yeah, totally. Whole blast. Oh, one one blast. One whole blast. Um <laughs> uh, that's yeah, you know what? I I so I really have pretty much dropped my social media presence to zero. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I don't see any of that stuff. Like, you know, I'd have to like, I'd have to actively search and be like, I wonder if people didn't like this and search for it. Yeah, and I, th- I think that is a better way to watch stuff. Honestly, I think so much of people's opinions of movies is shaped by what everyone else thought on the internet. Oh, it's rampant. Yeah, it's rampant. 
It's like um, it's like a it's like something that you would uh, ride your rollerblades on, because it's rampant. It's like yeah, it's but it but if it was really small, like an ant, <laughs> like an ant, ant man. It's the movie Ant Man. Ant Man and his ramp ant. <laughs> Imagine in, in in the next Ant Man movie, there's just a fucking like just a sick ass ant that's just like shredding it on a tech deck. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be uh, tech deck. Did of you? Course. Did you ever have tech decks? N- no, I I missed that boat. Really? Were you too old for that? Yeah, I I was oh. too old and actually skateboarding to think those were cool. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, ten year old Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I was doing my sweet sweet tricks on my ramps. The only time I ever broke a bone was uh, attempting a kickflip in my basement. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was. Oh, that's uh, funny. There was a hot little minute where where I was I was really into skateboarding, uh, and boy was I really good at just riding the skateboard down the street, and I was halfway decent at ollies, uh, uh-huh. and also I think it's, let's see I was probably thirteen fourteen at the time. Uh, I did not realize that cement in basements is not the same as cement uh, like at a skate park or on your sidewalk, much less grippy. Oh yeah, it's just smooth. Yeah, it's slick as shit. Um and so I I I my mom had already like left for work. I was a little lashkey kid. Uh my mom had already left for work and I was just like alone in the basement uh waiting until the time that I was supposed to walk to school. Um so I start doing a little doing a little tricks on the skateboard, doing a couple ollies. And I'm like, "Yeah, I know how to I know how to kickflip. It's 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 just like an ollie, but then you slide your foot a little bit and it kicks the flip uh so i did that and then landed on the skateboard but like off balance and so the skateboard went shooting one way and then i went shooting the other way and landed right on my wrist uh Uh. yeah so i i like basically shattered my hand and there was like a piece of my wrist that was just totally like an inch away from where it was supposed to be ew really yeah it was pretty bad (laughs) the x-ray the x-ray was disgusting um, uh. yeah, I was like sitting there for like two hours. Cause I, you know, my mom was already gone. She was at work. I tried to call her. Her phone was off. Tried to call my dad. His phone was off. Uh, called like three of my neighbors. None of them answered. Then I called my brother who lived like 45 minutes away and was at work. Um, and he finally picked up and he's like, uh, okay. Uh, get your, try and look in mom's filing cabinet and try to find your insurance card uh as he drove you know whatever like an hour over to uh to our house to pick me up my wrist is just like the size of my head at this point uh um, oh gross yeah it was it was bad it swole up like crazy mm. and i got to the when i got to the the hospital they like to x-ray my wrist the nurse just like grabs my arm and just like throws it on the uh the little x-ray table that shit hurt like crazy and then apparently when the doctor was resetting my hand he had to like put his foot on the table and pull Oh, gross! Yeah. Yeah. Did they knock you out? Oh yeah, they knocked me out. My uh, my good. dad and my brother uh, told me about the experience afterward. Ugh. Yeah. All I remember is the doctor had uh, an LG chocolate cell phone. Do you remember that phone? Nope. It was uh, it was like a, a hot phone for a while back before smartphones. Uh, it was it was one of the early phones where people were like, "Yeah, you can get music on your phone." Whoa whoa yeah and it had the little it had like the the play and the skip and the the volume you know buttons like right on the front screen because it put the music right in your face huh yeah anyway actually i want one of those now (laughs) so yeah that was my that was my skateboarding experience uh and then i stuck to tech decks after that (laughs) never never broke a bone on a tech deck (laughs) yeah that's that's true (laughs) For anyone too young, just just Google Tech Deck and you'll you'll see what we're talking about. Little finger skateboards. Um, yeah, God, me- memory lane. Oh boy, taking a trip down memory lane. Just just nostalgia. Me and Matt. Yep, yeah, here we are talking about the times we broke bones. I've never broken a bone. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck you. I know. How lo- how long did you skateboard and you never broke a bone? Um, I got my first skateboard when I was. Four. Mm-hmm. It was an old. Um, it was an old. Uh, ah, shit! Who was that cool old skateboarder? It's one of the Tony old, Hawk. like one of the no Bam no, 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 Margera. No, 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 way, this, 
no, no, Bucky no, no. Lasik. This is in the eight. This is nineteen eighty three or four. Eighty. This is nineteen eighty four. So Jesus, was, you old uh, fuck. I know. Anyway, it was one of the old eighties boards, but it was uh, my dad's friend got it for me. It was actually, and the deck itself was an old uh, pro pro deck. I don't remember who it was. Oh, oh, that's gonna drive me. It's it's one of those things that I I know it, but I can't remember it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I guess I so I started when I was four, and then I still skateboard. So if that's a long time. Wait, you still skateboard? I didn't know that. I longboard around. Yeah. <laughs> longboard. That's a fucking different thing. Well, my longboard's dope, and I can ollie on it still. So. Really. Yeah. Look at this. It's like one of those. It's like a hybrid longboard, shortboard. Look at this fucking guy. It looks like an old eighties board. Yeah. Um, it's got a tail on it. I can still. I can still. I can still carve up. Carve a carve a bowl, man. Oh, still carve up that bowl. <laughs> uh, Stacy Peralta, like, like actual, like actively doing like uh, trick boarding. I mm-hmm. uh, was probably about twelve years, fifteen years of solidly doing that. Damn son. Yeah. Tony Alva. Nope. Mike Valley. Nope. Uh, uh, Tommy Guerrero. Nope. Uh, Danny Way. Nope. I guess he'd be too young. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, not Chad Muska, Steve Caballero. Nope. nope. Well, I know. I don't remember. Oh, well, Lance Mountain. This, nope. If somebody can, if somebody can get it with this description of the picture on the board, I'll be fucking impressed. But it was, uh, it was, uh, I can't even remember the brand name of the board right now. Oh, it's driving me nuts. Cause <laughs> I know what's in there. Um, it's a, it was, uh, it was a skeleton, um, Holding up a skeleton beaver. Skeleton holding up a skeleton beaver. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm uh, I'm scrolling through a list right now of the 25 best skateboard decks from the 80s. So, oh wait, I've got it. Powell Peralta, Kevin Harris. That's it. Yep. Boom. Done. Got it in one. First try. How? Wow. For reals, it's one of the best boards of the 80s. Number 20. Really? Yeah. Who? What was the guy's name again? Let's see. Kevin. What did it say? Kevin Harris. Uh, the brand was Powell Peralta. That's it. Yep. Oh, my God. Here is another instance of VCJ using humor in his otherwise straightforward graphics. Again, it is through ethnic stereotypes. Oh, because Canada. You can, yep, Powell you Peralta. Can't, you can't get more Canadian than a Mountie using a beaver as a telephone. Oh, that's hmm. funny. Yeah, that's my that's my board, man. Look at that. Um, well, damn. There you go. Do you think we've spent enough time on uh, talking about 80 skaters? And broken bones? Yeah, well, I don't have any broken bones stories. That was the point. Yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri. You know, I still haven't seen it. Every single person in my life has seen it except for me, and I'm disappointed because I want to see it, and everybody else has already seen it. Yeah, I'm disappointed too. You should uh, get on that movie past life and just go see it. Hashtag movie life. Hashtag movie past life, yeah. Past life. Past lives. Um, past life. <laughs> It was pretty good. Uh, Peter Dinklage, Woody Harrelson, Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell. They're all great. Um, Meth Damon is in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Or wait, is he in it? No. Meth Damon was in a different movie I saw. Never mind. Forget about that. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Great. I love it. Um, yep. But yeah, three billboards, well well worth the watch. Uh, it's not like... I don't think it's like this fucking perfect thing that everyone's saying it is, but it's really good. And it's is it? Yeah, I want to see it still. Yeah. Did you ever see in Bruges? Nope. What? Yeah. That's the first one you got to see. It's the same director. Um, that's like that's like peak Colin Farrell and peak Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. And peak Martin McDonough, the director. Okay. So good. God, fucking Matt, just uncultured swine. Everybody, everybody, tell Matt how I, dumb he is. I'm just kidding. Don't, what have I been doing with my life me. this whole time? Skateboarding and not breaking bones. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch Altered Carbon? Any any of it at all? A little bit? It, no, no. We we uh, almost started watching it. <laughs> Sick. Let's count? talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about you almost watching it. <laughs> so we were in the. We were like we sat down. And we're oh, like, I'm hey, kidding. let's watch something. And uh, it was an option, and we, it was on Netflix. And we're like, we should watch that. And then we watched the, the like little kind of trailer for it, and Jenica was like, I don't know. Why don't you watch the first episode and let me know if it's any good? And I said, I can do that. And we watched something else instead. Huh. What'd you watch? Godless. Fuck is that? 
It's that Netflix show about cowboys, cowgirls. Oh, is it good? No. Yes, <laughs> sort of. Here's the explain. Yeah, so it's um, almost, almost, almost. Okay. But um, it's so slow. It is one of the slowest things I've ever watched. Like episode one was pretty hot, and I was like, "Yep, I'm into this. This is this is this is good stuff." Mm-hmm. And then episode two was pretty good. And then episode three was hands down the slowest. It was one hour's worth of television that felt like four. Just nothing happened. And I fell asleep for a good chunk of it. Huh. Um, so anyway. That's how I, I felt know. watching Godless, the movie Hostiles. Hostiles. Haven't seen that. Hmm. I just don't see things anymore, Jay. That makes sense. Apparently. Anyway, you're, you're, you're about to finish the thought. I don't know. I, I think the show itself is probably actually really good mm-hmm. on, as a whole, but it's... That third episode was rough, and we haven't been able to get back into it. So, ah, well, that makes sense. Fun. That's that's why I didn't watch Altered Carbon. <laughs> uh, I watched the first episode; it was okay. Uh, it's a show that, sh- like, because of the way it presents itself in this very Blade Runner vein, it should have uh-huh. much better special effects than it has. Uh, okay, um, I. Just uh, I, nothing about it is really like jumping out at me. I'm probably going to yeah. keep watching it at least like another episode or two, um, and just see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of those things. Uh, I also read "Killing and Dying" by Adrian Tomine. Oh yeah, I almost picked that up the other day. Look at that, man! So many things you've almost picked up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like his kind of everything that he's got going on with whatever he's doing if that makes sense sure (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll pretend it did i'm just saying like i I, i've seen his stuff before i think i have his one of his books actually oh um and uh from jenica actually jenica's had it before we even before we even started doing our things Ooh, wait doing your thing i have sleepwalk yeah, do it. Do it. Or, you know, like dating and having a relationship and getting oh, married. Oh, I thought you were talking about sex things. Um, nope, I'm gonna skip skip that one. <laughs> I do. I have his sleepwalk his graphic and other stories. Novel, sleepwalk and other stories. Huh? Look at that. That's that's and, a deep cut too. That's uh, that's one of his first. Yeah, and it's quite good. Um, so that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that was Killing and Dying was the first thing that I I read of his um in my it's in my, you know, quest to be more pretentious as I addressed uh, oh, okay. a yeah, few yeah, episodes yeah. ago. Oh, well, good choice, good choice. Yeah, it's definitely a very uh very pretentious choice. <laughs> um Yeah. So I've been reading more of like him and and Dan Klaus and you know, those those indie cartoonists that scoff at uh at all these children reading their superhero comics. Um but no, uh, Killing and Dying was was quite fantastic. Um, there's definitely he he does a lot with with sort of his his layouts and very simple storytelling um, that feels incredibly personal. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's worth picking up, especially for someone like me who has spent so much time basically just reading comics from Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse. You know, like the the sort of periodical market. Um, right. It was uh, it was a refreshing change, um, so yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I saw it. It was at the um, they had the, a copy at the local comic book store that I almost bought at the at Black Cat. It sure was Black Cat Comics. Ah, oh, Black Cat, they're good guys. They are good guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that was about all I did all week. Except, okay, I I know that like sometimes I recommend comics to you, and you're like, okay, fucking yeah, whatever. I'll read that after I'm done walking to Korea. Um, I have I have never. <laughs> but do you have we t- we've talked a little bit about Batman White Knight before? Briefly. So it's on I think issue 5 now of 8. Um uh-huh. it's an 8 issue miniseries and it's kind of an Elseworlds thing similar to Dark Knight Returns where it's just a creator Sean Murphy's doing a, a Frank Miller thing where it's like I'm writing and drawing this. It's not really in any definite universe. It's just in its own world. Um so it doesn't really rely on any established continuity and is sort of an amalgamation of a lot of different versions of the Batman universe. Um, uh-huh. But man, it's fucking good. I mean, the you know the elevator pitch basically is that the Joker figures out a way to make himself sane uh, and Batman can't quite accept that. Um, 
and and I guess hijinks and mystery ensue. That's that's sort of just the elevator pitch kind of of the first issue. Uh, a lot of the mystery is around is Joker sane? You know, he's kind of trying to save the city in a very sort of Harvey Dent way, um, running for office and all this stuff, and trying to trying to clean up Gotham uh, and and give a voice to the uh, underrepresented citizens of Gotham. Um, huh. And it's 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 fascinating, and I mean Sean Murphy's art is is I think the best it's ever been, and that's saying a lot considering he's I think one of the best artists working today. Uh huh. Um, plus, you have Matt Hollingsworth coloring it, you know, who did Witches and Hawkeye and and Tokyo Ghost. Um, it's I don't know. It's it's a beautiful book, and it's such an interesting take on Batman and Joker, and and honestly, like it's neither of the characters are coming off necessarily very well in this story. Um, in terms of how you feel about them morally, uh, huh. I don't know. It's it's fascinating. I I just read issue five yesterday, and and I I'm so on board with this story. I can't wait to see how he wraps it up. Huh. Okay. Cool. How how sorry did you say how many issues it was going to be total? Uh, eight total. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So five is cool. out now. So it'll just be you know three more months basically, and uh, then it's wrapped up. Gotcha. Get it while it's hot. Get them while it's hot. They're real hot right now. They're real hot. It's they actually they 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 put little heating elements in the uh, cover. Yep. And that's it'll it'll burn your hands There's, while you read it. So good. Yep. Yep. And you can put them in your. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a stupid joke. I'm just gonna. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Matt. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. What? But what? What have you been up to? That was that was pretty much all the ketchup I've got. What do you What do you got in your uh, in your in your bag? Uh, let's see. What ketchup do I have? So I am making good on my New Year's resolution, and I went back to Hellboy Volume One. Really? I did. How's that going so far? Um, it's okay. I know that's like the, a lame thing to say, but like, I don't know. Going back and reading Hellboy, it's like I like it. Mm-hmm. The I mean, Mignola is like I think one of the best of artists out there yeah i just think his art is incredible i love that style it looks so good yeah absolutely the story itself's not super great and the dialogue is just pretty uh not i don't know what's what's it's um stiff god i am i I am feeling really dumb today yeah you're Uh, sounding really dumb i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) um it's uh oh my god i hate myself right now Good podcasting, Matt. Remember the di- failing to remember remember words on a podcast. The dialogue is stiff. The dialogue is rough. No. The dialogue is it's it's all exposition. That's what I'm looking okay. for. Okay, gotcha. It's a lot of exposition, Expository, style dialogue, you and might say. and and to the point where even the bad guy has like a four page monologue, and it's just like, mm, okay, bud. I, I easy on the easy on the monologue there. I have heard that it kind of takes a while for Hellboy to really find its groove because that was basically the first thing that Mike Mignola had written. Exactly. So I'm 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 treating it as such, and going to continue to read it, mm. just because I, I've heard the same thing too that it, a, a, a little while down the road it gets much much better. Yeah. Because uh, it's definitely like I am a bad guy and I have come to hurt you. <laughs> for for no reason, you know, it's just like okay, bud, take it but easy, there, buddy. It's enjoyable enough to th- with the art that I can, I think I'll be able to get through it. Um, and uh, you know, once I get a little bit more Abe Sapien in my life, I'll probably be happier. Oh yeah, dude, some good old Abe Sapien, Shape of Water. I love Abe Sapien. Man, I really, I, I know everyone loves Shape of Water, but I really, I'm, I'm like very lukewarm on that movie. Yeah, I quite I quite liked it. Yeah. Thought it was very charming. I'm I'm and, glad that it has more and, nominations and, and, than and Phantom Thread. I'll say that. Oh, me too. Fucking Phantom Thread. Yeah, fuck that movie. Um I quite enjoyed the like quirky French soundtrack and the the characters were all pretty pretty vibrant in Hellboy. I'm no, just, I'm, just, and, I'm kidding. <laughs> you said soundtrack, um, so obviously. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. Stop. Okay. I'm feeling dumb today. Uh, <laughs> um. So anyway, Hellboy going through that. Uh, I started to read Earth X. Is that what it's called? 
Oh, the Marvel, the Marvel event? Run yes. By by what's his name? Kurt the, Busiek uh, and Alex uh, Ross. Alex Ross. That's what I'm looking for, yeah. How I don't it? get it. No. I don't know. It's not. It's like, so I like the premise, but I'd much rather read Marvels. Did you read Marvels? Marvels is amazing. And I actually, I think I just credited Earth X to uh, the wrong people. Yeah, because Marvels was by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross, but. Um, no, Alex Ross was did, did Earth X. Or at least he did the covers for it. Yeah, he did do the covers. Um, the interior okay. was John Paul Leon. Yes. With Jim Kruger. But Alex Ross did the interiors for... For Marvels. Marvels. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that book is so, fucking beautiful. It's amazing. And so Earth-X is kind of the same thing, right? This guy goes to hang out with Uatu and learn about the history of all the... Everything, right? And it's just not very... It's not fun. It's really dour. It's like... It's like... It's like... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't quite care for it, but uh, people like it. That, yeah, the, I think this was like I think this comic kind of came out in the era uh, where where comics were just really, really pessimistic and dour and gritty. And because let me see, what year did this come out? Earth X came out in yeah ninety nine. Ninety nine, yeah, that makes sense. It was like right as comics are climbing out of that era, and I think honestly, I think Alex Ross like. Uh, I think this was right on the heels of him doing Kingdom Come, the DC book that was, um, you know, kind of a a, a repudiation of that dark, gritty, whatever. Um, okay. And so it's it's kind of funny that he would go from Kingdom Come to to a book like Earth X, but I don't know. I don't know. Did you ever read Kingdom um, Come or Justice? No. Uh uh, uh no. If you like if you like Marvels, you would like both of those books. But anyway, go on. Uh, that's all. I mean, there's really not much more to say about uh, say about it. I I could see when it came out it being a pretty hot thing because it was kind of like a history of Marvel and that hadn't really existed yet. But I think Marvels did it so much better. Yeah, I think in terms of like yeah, just like a an entry point to like what happened in the Marvel world for yeah. ever. I think Marvels is a much better uh, entry point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, unless you're into that, I mean, you know, I, I if you're into the more s sort of like serious, dour style, long-winded, it's very, very dialogue heavy, obviously, because there's no, I mean, it's really just, it's really just, uh, well, I don't know, man, because now I'm at a point in Earth X where it's like, it takes place in the future and Captain America's old and hmm. I don't know, it's like... Uh, I don't know. I, I probably, honestly, I probably will keep reading it sort of off and on just to get through it. It's just one of the, it's one of those ones that I think is like sort of a must read of Marvel if you're like past the uh, sort of like top lists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this like, would be like like second tier must reads. Yeah, it's like after after you've gotten through the the sort of big names, then it's one of the slightly deeper cuts yeah. to go through. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Deeper cut, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's I don't know. Check it out. Decide for yourself. Don't let me choose for you. <laughs> it's it's a good thing you gave that warning cuz I think most of our listeners were like, "Man, I'm 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 going to let Matt choose for me on this one." They're like, "Damn it, Matt. I was going to read it and you said no." <laughs> <laughs> um that's fair. So, yeah, I read that. Um I read the K2SO Cassian Rogue One one shot was that any good? That's fine. It was fun. It's like how Cassian meets K two S O. It's okay. It, it's 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 like there's nothing in there that I'm like, oh damn, thank God I read this. That makes the movie so much better. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of the dialogue. I hate when art. I hate when people do this where they're like, this guy said this once in a movie, so we're gonna say it six times in the comic book. Ugh. And you're like, no, he just this doesn't just because he says it once doesn't mean that's like his part of his lexicon of like buzz buzz catch catchphrases. So yeah, I, I hate it when people really like that. That's the worst part about movie adaptations, especially with like a quirky character. Is there's always that line that they just go back to. Exactly. You know, like Deadpool's always just like lick my balls and whatever. Or what the ass? What the, ugh. God, if I if I see that in a Deadpool comic, I'm probably throwing it away. Then again, I don't really read Deadpool that much, so I, I guess I won't notice. Yeah. Do you, you read know, much Deadpool ever since like Duggan's run? Oh, I haven't read Deadpool in forever. I I haven't really read Marvel for almost all of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> That's I I actually really haven't either. Actually, I read I read uh, Kelly Thompson's Hawkeye, 
a little bit of Star Wars, and that's about it. Because I think Vision was done by 2017. Yeah. No, I I, I didn't count Star Wars in that because I did read a lot of Star Wars. Yeah, you read a fuck ton of Star Wars. I did. Um, no, but I you know everything else. There just wasn't much worth it. Yeah, I mean and that's where uh, that's that's where Earth X came in because I was like, oh, let's see some Marvel stuff, and I went to try to kind of go back through and see, you know, what was going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read a little bit of Jeff Lemire's Old Man Logan. I read a little bit of some of the X Men stuff. Yeah, some of the I I I wanted to start Secret Empire, but I didn't want to read like eighteen issues of Captain America before I got there, and I just wasn't really feeling the whole burn into it. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, but. Maybe I'll I might go back. I I tried I started. There's they they released like a there's a at some I think it was yeah a little while back they did like a Edge of Venom verse. So I guess they're doing some Venom. They did some oh, Venom verse yeah, yeah. crossover thing, and I tried to start reading that. And it was so dumb. That was that was partially <laughs> written by the lead singer of Yellow Card. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was super dumb. Yeah, I could I could um, see that. I had no desire to read Venom verse. No, I don't know. Venom's a stupid character in the first place, and it's even lamer when it's like, let's make everybody Venom. Okay, yes. super. That's fun. Well, actually, we'll be we'll be talking a bit about Venom later in the show. Um, yeah. Yes, yes, we will. But um, yeah, I, I hear no, man, you. That's, yeah, and that's really all my catch-up. I watched The Adventures of Tintin last night. How is that? I, I haven't watched that movie. I love that movie, man. It's Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg. That's a pretty good combo. It's a fuck. Oh, and Edgar Wright. It's Peter Jackson, Steven Spielberg, and Edgar Wright. What? Yeah, I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgar Wright did the screenplay. Huh? That's, and um, how did I not know that? Oh, it's a, and John Williams on soundtrack. Are you kidding? Jesus it's Christ! It's it's um, the whole thing's mocap, and it's the CG itself is pretty incredible. It looks it looks uh, it looks. It's very uncanny valley because it's like very, very realistic, mm. except for absolutely not because everybody's cartoonish. Yeah. Um, this is yeah. This is interesting. So the the writing team is Stephen Moffat, who's the Sherlock uh, and Doctor Who yeah. showrunner, as well as Edgar yeah. Wright and Joe Cornish, and then yeah. produced by Spielberg, Peter Jackson, and Kathleen Kennedy from Lucasfilm. Yeah. And music by John Williams. Jesus. I know it's 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 all star and. Um, oh. Andy Serkis and uh, Jamie James Bell. Bond. Oh. Daniel Craig is James Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a this is a pretty pretty all star team. No, I'm telling you, man, it's a good movie. It it feels like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, and it's 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 quite fun. And then there's some like slapstick in there that's like I don't know. It's good. It's it. I I really enjoy it. It's a very fun feel feel good adventure movie. Yeah. I I, I actually so, really want to see that now. No, absolutely. It's it's totally worth watching. Um, hmm. So, check check that out if you want to. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, sp- about- apparently, Peter Jackson is still attached to uh, direct a sequel. The movie ends on a like like super sequel time. Super sequel time. <laughs> the movie ends on the on the here like setup for the next adventure. So. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed that they uh, that they do that. Um I would love it, man. I think it I mean it this one was I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I'll I'll uh, hopefully I'll watch that in the next week and then I can report back on uh, what I thought. Yeah, it's on Netflix, so easy to watch. Oh, is it really? Shit, yeah. Yeah. That like lack of access has probably been the biggest reason uh that I haven't watched it, so the the knowing that it's on Netflix is a huge help. Yep, there you go. Sick. Um, is that it, or should we uh, do a quick little ad break and then uh, segue on into the rest of the shit we're talking about today? That's all I can think of for now. Yep. Yeah, it'll probably come up. Uh, so yeah. this episode is brought to you by Comic Bento. Uh, before we get to the little ad read for that, though, we did want to mention, um, if you go to the show notes or uh, head to our Twitter, we have a listener survey uh, that we're hoping that you know a bunch of you can take. Um as the listener numbers go up and, and as we kind of continue on with the show, I mean, we've been doing this show for almost three years now, which is crazy. It is crazy. Um, but we, we want to make sure that we're continuing to sort of, you know, adapt and, and uh, I don't know, stay kind of fresh and, and also going with what you guys like to hear. Uh, 
you know, we've we've done a lot of different episode formats and and kind of switch back and forth between a lot of things, and so we ju- we just kind of wanted to to sort of hammer down what people were responding to, if there are things that we you know continuously go back to that um, that you're not too much of a fan of or whatever. Uh, but we have this this survey, so if you go to the show notes or go to our Twitter, you can find it. Um, it's you know some of it's multiple choice, some of it you can write in an answer. There's no minimum on answers you have to have. None of it's like required or anything like that. So you can go in and answer one question if you want or whatever. Um, but yeah, we would greatly appreciate you guys uh, taking that survey. I think it'll help us really, you know, kind of improve the show going forward and and keeping things fresh and fun. That's how we like it around here, fresh and fun. F and F. Um, and like I said, this episode is brought to you by Comic Bento, our favorite sponsor. Uh, February's theme is short stories and tall tales. February is a cold, bleak, and short month. So what better time to curl up next to a warm fire or bath and explore some short stories that are really some tall tales. Almost 20 Ooh. different stories across four books, genres, and universes, all inside one handy-dandy box. But hurry, as mentioned, it's a short month and short stories and tall tales will only be here until February 28th, 2018. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of anthologies. You can go to comicbento.com uh, and use the promo code SAVAGE to get uh, $5 off your first box, whether that be the one-month plan or the 12-month plan or anything in between. Um, comicbento.com, promo code SAVAGE. And you can get a nice box full of uh, anthology tales and short stories and stuff, which is actually really exciting to me. I don't know. I like uh, I like reading some short form stuff that's that's super easy and digestible. I remember before on the podcast talking about how I would like to, I, I wish there was more anthology style stuff being uh, made. Same. I hope that I mean like Image has done some good stuff uh, along that vein in the last few years. Um, I know that Joe Casey has a book called Annual that I think is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that's a great anthology with a bunch of cool creators. Um, Becky Cloonan's book that came out, uh, right around the time we interviewed her, uh, by chance or Providence is a really good anthology book. Um, there's a few, um, but yeah. And and Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Sue just put out the, uh, Oh, the uh, bitch planet anthology. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's some good shit and I'm sure probably one of the books we just mentioned is going to be in this box. Um, but you know it's it's every month it's a at least four different uh trade paperbacks so you'll get a lot of nice short stories in there uh but again uh comicbento.com promo code savage and you'll get five dollars off uh matt yes uh, hi hey I'm buddy still here. uh i didn't like fall asleep or anything <laughs> god um <laughs> so the venom trailer came out this last week it did or uh, sorry i should say venom teaser uh, I think one of the teaser. big complaints that people are having is like, it doesn't say anything. What's going on in the movie? It is a teaser. And teasers and trailers sure. have an important distinction. Uh, what did you think of this teaser? Well, here's here's what I think, first and foremost, before I talk about this one specifically. Okay. Teasers. Stop there. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. That's it. I mean, anyway, I mean, specifically to talk about Venom. This trailer didn't show anything. Yeah. And I and I want to see the movie. Yeah. And I bet you anything if a trailer comes out or rather when the trailer comes out when it's like mm-hmm. here's here's all of the venom everything and all the bad guy and everything and here's the like here's a bunch of scenes from the end of the movie I probably will lose some interest. Yeah. I can't blame you. Currently either. it currently I'm like okay cool so there's this guy and there's uh some some science fiction stuff in it. That's, that's about it. <laughs> it's and true. I'm, ha- I'm I, like, I think that's, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really more and more these days, and this is going back to like abandoning all the like social media garbage because mm. it's like, you know, nothing's getting rammed down my throat anymore, and I just and like, you know, teasers are fun. You know, it's like, why we we briefly touched on this on last week's episode while you were gone, which was like, why was why was the Cloverfield paradox so fun is because it was like no lead up, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's just like, Oh shit, here's a movie. It's fucking cool. Okay. Well, great. We'll watch it. Yeah. Um, and that like the, the, the hype machine of ramming everything, every ramming everything down everybody's throat before the even thing even comes out is just, it's too much now. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
And I, I, I do. I that was my favorite thing about Cloverfield is that they literally like they announced the title of the movie, the release date, and you know, like everything about the movie, they basically announced with a teaser during the Super Bowl that said, "Hey, it's streaming right now. Go watch it." Fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was really good. Um, did you know that the next Cloverfield movie is coming out in October? No shit. Yeah, it's, uh, the the working title, which all of these movies have always had a working title, um, but the working title for it is Overlord. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it should be interesting. Um, probably not a Netflix release. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's, that's funny. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited for, for Venom just because of Tom Hardy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the whole cast. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, uh, and Reed Scott, those are all pretty, pretty good cast members. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and that it's, uh, that's still, you know, I think I think uh, it's still Spider-Man, right? So it's like it still technically takes place in Marvel. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm interested to see like how firmly this is set in the MCU because they did come out and say like, yeah, this is an MCU movie. Uh, and Tom Har- and Tom Holland's in it. That that's the rumor. I don't know if they've confirmed that yet. Okay. Um, but I, I would like it a lot more if Tom Holland, uh, is in it. Um, yeah. The rumor is that if he is in it, it's like a cameo, but even then I'm like, okay, cool. Um, sure. But yeah, I, I'm excited because Tom Hardy, you know, more Tom Hardy is, is always good. Tom Hardy. I agree. <laughs> even Tom Hardy in two splashes of milk. You know, it's funny. We were just talking about Venom versus not Venom's a dumb character, but like, I don't know, man, maybe this is finally, uh, maybe this will make up for the, the uh, the disappointment of Spider-Man 3's Venom. Yeah, I, th- I think there's I think there there is an interesting story to be told there. Um I I think you're right. And and maybe the, I think they might go more Agent Venom. Mm-hmm. Which Remender's Agent Venom run was really good. Yes. So, yeah, I Maybe. Yeah, if if they if it's based on anything that Remender did with that character then then I'm all on board. But here here's the thing that also makes me hesitant though is Javier Rod is a is a producer on this movie and man that guy sucks. He really does just suck super hard. Like everything. But I wonder if he's a producer of like just in the like honorary he's been a producer of everything Spider-Man since 1993 except Spider-Man Homecoming. He wasn't? No. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Huh. Oh boy! Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, we we will certainly see. <laughs> um, God, it's just so like that guy. I hate it. Anytime I see, it's like it's like, oh, this movie uh, is being made, and then I look at it, and Avi Arad's a fucking producer. I'm like, God damn it! Uh, yeah, he's not. I don't. I don't particularly care for him. Yeah, it's like they're doing a Borderlands movie, and I'm like, oh sweet, Borderlands movie, and then Avi Arad producer. Damn it! Doing a Morbius movie, Avi Arad's producer. You know, like. Every it's Ghost in the Shell. They really the same they thing. confirmed a Morbius movie. Apparently, huh? Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah, they they announced uh, plans to make a film adaptation of Morbius that will be a part of their Sony Marvel Universe, uh, written by people who did a thing. Uh, oh, oh Jesus Christ! Uh oh! Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh oh! <laughs> Listen to what these writers have done. I don't want to. Well, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Dracula Untold. Fuck. The last. Oh, well, okay. Wait, wait. To be fair, I kind of liked Dracula oh, Untold. Oh boy, it was a shitty movie, but I kind of liked it. Okay. Uh, Vin Diesel's The Last Witch Hunter. That was a fucking terrible movie. Uh, wait till wait till you hear the next one. Gods of Egypt. <laughs> Brilliantly terrible. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. Do you remember the review we read about Gods of Egypt that made us all watch Gods of Egypt? <laughs> yes. That was one of my favorite reviews I've ever read in my entire life. Yes. And uh, I can't find it. I tried to find it again. I couldn't find it. But uh, I agree. That review was fantastic. That movie was one of the biggest steaming piles of horseshit I've ever yeah. seen. Well, do you want to know? The, and you want to know the craziest thing about Gods of Egypt? What? It turned a profit. Shut up. Barely. It, it had a budget of $140 million and made one fifty. dollars Like, it, it eked over the line. I think it was that it was so bad that people went to see it because it was so bad, and that was what probably oh, that, propelled it. That is funny. Yeah. yeah, that movie was some serious hot garbage. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, 
And then the the most recent thing that these writers have done uh, is they only have story credit, so they didn't write the script, uh, but they they have story credit on uh, Power Rangers. God damn it, man! What a fucking shit show. Why would they hire these people? That is, that is a that is a that is a rough history. Uh, like they could they they could be like, oh man, fuck. <laughs> and like, here's the thing: Morbius isn't a great character to begin with. No, no, he's not. He's no, he's not. He's like an okay as a Spider-Man B-list, probably C-list villain. Yeah, like throw him in the superior foes, of. and he'd probably be fun. Or like, I guess he's not technically a villain, or he's like kind of a villain sometimes. Yeah. Well, but like. Oh, they already man. did a vampire a... film and it wasn't good. It... Yeah, it wasn't very. It was okay. It wasn't great. No, it was. It's not. It's not the kind of film that you go. Oh, hey, these guys are really good at writing a vampire movie. He's not. But Michael Morbius is. He, he's a living vampire. Man. <laughs> oh, what a shit show! Why would they fucking? Avi Arad is the fucking worst. It's. It's. He's. He's. I'll tell you what. In DC Land, you have David Goyer, and in Marvel Land, you have Avi Arad. If you see a movie with their name attached, chances are it's not going to be good. Ugh, it's just it's just the way it goes. Um, oh, yeah, man. that's that's I, really fun. What a wow! So when's that supposed to happen? Uh, there is no definite date set at all. There's literally oh, no man, one else is attached except just, Avi Arad oh. and the writers. Just don't do it. Yeah, just don't, just do, don't it. do it. It's I I I will probably I will bet you five hundred bucks that movie never gets made. I hope not. I do too. What a, what a ugh. yeah. Uh, but while we're on the topic of Marvel, I so uh, a question that occurred to me the other day as I was kind of like thinking about because apparently you know the uh, Infinity War has like thirty two main characters or some shit like that, right? Well, not main characters, but but yeah, heroes. like the, yeah, thirty two uh, protagonists. Right or something, you know, some crazy number like that. I'm wondering. I, well, I, I, I bet you like twenty of those are going to be cameos, I, the, or, 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 or real hot moments, right? Yeah, I'm because cu- there's no. Sorry, go ahead. I, I just the the biggest thing I'm curious about is who do you think has the most screen time in Infinity War? Oh, Iron Man. You think so? Yeah. Because I. Um, yeah. Part of me wants to say yeah. Iron Man because he's like you know they're big they're big whatever. But also, but this all, and, and we're also sort of like this is like kind of the culmination of the Iron Man movies, right? That's fair, yeah, probably. Unless he's in Avengers Four, which he might be because they're fi- they filmed him back to back. I'm just saying, well, sure, I, I'm sure he might be too. But I'm just saying, like all of the it, all the Avengers, everything, it's all been like Tony Stark's fuck ups all the way through <laughs> till Thanos comes. I I would love it if like Thanos shows up and he's like, hey, sick, you can't blame this one on me. this was not my fault i did not send actually it could possibly be his fault because maybe i would hmm no i mean there's there's not really any way to pin this on iron man is there um he gave thor the tesseract to take back to asgard yeah but thanos was already well hmm. he wasn't it wasn't a known known thing yeah and i don't know i don't know we we don't know what's gonna happen that's fair in this movie so i don't know i mean it's I've I've enjoyed the promotional material so far for Infinity War because it hasn't really shown much. That's true. Um, it's been like it's been like there's some stuff in New York and Wakanda and that's it. Yeah, and space, maybe a little bit, just a little bit of space. Just a little, yeah, just enough space. Just enough space. Um, I the the biggest thing I the re, the reason that I am unsure if Robert Downey Jr. has the most screen time is because that would mean he would have the most shooting days. If that's the case, they would have had to pay him so much more than he's gotten on any other movie. Hmm. I don't know who else would they who else would they center on though. So my thought is that the the sort of main characters would be Chris Evans and uh, or, or Captain America and Black Panther. So you think more of the movie is going to be in Wakanda than it is in New York? No, but I think that you know Black Panther sort of comes to help, uh, and I think it's kind of looking at you know Chris Evans and and Captain America has like kind of been the through line for the Avengers movies, you know like Iron Man's been the thing for the whole universe. But if you look at all the Avengers movies, there's a lot of like Captain America's emotional arc is is sort of the the strongest one in that, or at least he's like kind of bearing witness to everything the most. Um, yeah, I I mean maybe, and then and then I, I guess th- that's I guess that's true because. Like there was a Captain America slash Avengers movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
and it's also the Russo brothers, and I think they're the most comfortable with that character and using him yeah. as sort of their perspective character. But then also, I think the Black Panther part, you know, I, I feel like Marvel probably views Black Panther as their their sort of centerpiece going forward in the post-Iron Man Captain America world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's clearly evident in the box office, right? Like, there's, Black Panther is about to blow away, s- like, any Every, number of everything. record. Yeah, like, the pre-sales on that movie are unbelievable. Um, Isn't it the highest ever? It's, it's yeah, it's the highest ticket pre-sales ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie's just going to crush everything. Totally. Uh, it's going to set a new precedent for a fucking February movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, and Deadpool already did that, you know, two years ago. Deadpool already, like hit yeah. enormous new heights for february but i think i think black panther there's a high chance that that makes you know a billion and a half in february uh it's yeah it's remarkable yeah um and so i i i would i think they would be remiss if they didn't prominently feature black panther in the movie um but i think that because you know you could argue like maybe thor but like thor isn't really a strong character to attach to emotionally uh and so I think of all the characters that they've established and all the familiar ones, I feel like Captain America is probably the one that gets the best send off. Um, yeah. Okay. I could see that. I think it'll, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Especially because he's just not as expensive as Robert Downey Jr. Uh, right. But I, but I don't know, you know, and I, I'm also unsure, obviously like we don't know how this movie ends yet. And so we don't know how much of this cast That's is going into Avengers four. Right. Uh, right. I, I'm I'm excited for some deaths finally. Oh yeah, we, we, we deserve we deserve some good deaths. Oh, that'd be nice. Can you imagine like we we end this movie and all of the original Avengers are dead, except Black I Widow think, probably. Yeah, I don't think Black Widow will die. I don't think Thor will die. You don't think so? Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, I guess technically Thor. I think like, I in think the hammer will be. Die. I think they'll. I think destroying the hammer was intentional. I think they're gonna re forge the hammer or something, and somebody else is gonna be worthy enough to pick it up. Mm. I think they'll do Lady Thor. That would be interesting. They bring back uh Jane Foster or bring back um Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. They're not going to they're not going to bring back Natalie Portman. You don't think so? Not in a million years or or, or and or she won't want to do but it. But if if they went to Port Woman and said, "Hey, you'd be the star of this superhero movie. This would be like your Wonder Woman movie." And the Port Children too. And the Port Children. Um maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um I don't know. Have I told you that I I really just do not like that reflective weird armor spider suit? Yeah, I'm not too crazy about it either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really liked the Iron Spider whole dealio. Yeah, it's it's um, and especially like I don't know that version of the suit that they have. It's just like it looks odd. Yeah, and way too CGI. Right. I agree. Um, I'm with you. Actually, shit, dude. Black Panther comes out the day that this episode is released. It sure does. I'm going to be seeing it that night. I might be as well. I think I'm. I'm not, I might be, but I might not be. It's up in the air. Um, yeah. Probably have to wait till Friday. God damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't wait to, that, to see that movie. Um, I There was a thing that I was going to talk about. and I'm sure it was super cool. Uh, dude, it was so fucking tight. Well, we're on Marvel, so, you know, we also got... Um, we haven't really touched Marvel stuff at all lately, so we've got um, Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. Um, and I think it looks really fun. Mm. I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, uh, lo- you know, logic concerns aside with like the the building being shrunk and taken as a suitcase and stuff like that. When you start thinking about like plumbing and whatever the fuck else, um, they were they were air ducts. Apparently, the internet is already all over that one. Oh boy. Wait. Yeah. What were air ducts? The the handle. Well, no, but I'm talking about like plumbing into the ground. Oh, I don't know magic. Because I, I knew the handle was air ducts, and, and that's okay, I guess, even though air ducts are always made of aluminum, and so that would be not a very durable way to transport it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's Marvel. Yeah. Lo- logic concerns aside, it does look pretty fucking fun. Oh, it looks totally fun. I, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm excited for it. I, I think it'll be good. And I really, I'm excited to get a, 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 a non-reflective villain, mm. you know? don't have ant-man but he's bad as a villain or any pick a marvel character as but he's bad as a villain like even black panther it's like it's oh yeah killmonger panther, killmonger is just bad black panther right it was the same like kind of costume right like I th- yeah. isn't that the 
Yeah. They they have so, basically the same costume. Yeah, so it's uh, that's annoying, but uh uh to have this this villain ghost. Mhm. Uh, seems pretty awesome. That's exciting. I will tell you, man, uh that shot of him in costume looks like it's out of a video game. Like why did that shot look so fake? Oh, I don't know. It was very weird. It just like it looked like the entire thing had been made in CGI. Like none of that looked real at all. Oh, I don't know. But maybe I'm just but maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe. Nonetheless, I'm I think it looks fun. Yeah. Um I do I do too. And I I'm glad that uh you know, I'm glad that uh Hope Van Dyne slash the Wasp is getting a bigger role. I I can't wait to see uh uh Michael Pena and TI again cuz those dudes yeah. were fun as hell in the first one. Yeah. Um Michael Douglas, still strong role. That's great. Yeah. And like Randall Park is in this movie too, playing like a shield agent yeah. or some shit. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. No, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but speaking of fun, um, I think the last one I can think of that we haven't talked about is the Deadpool trailer. Yes. What'd you think of it? Um, fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm stoked. I don't know. It's got freaking uh, Terry Crews in it. Yeah. I when I saw that so when I when I saw like that little glimpse as it just like cut away I was like wait a minute what the fuck was that was that Terry Crews the shit yeah I know I know <laughs> I really I'm stoked I'm stoked man I I like that that's how they reveal things you know oh yeah like no everything about the dead like the Deadpool marketing everything it's fucking brilliant yeah and like the trailer where it's like let's just make fun of everything yeah it's pretty to good. the point where. Like we'll make fun of Justice League, we'll make fun of Toy Story, we'll just like we'll make fun of Josh Brolin as Thanos, we'll just make fun of fucking everything. <laughs> Love it. I know. It's fucking great. I did really enjoy the uh the green screen arm thing. Um Yeah, yeah, so good. There there's a rumor floating around that the untitled Deadpool sequel is actually going to be the title of the movie. No, I'm pretty sure that is actually what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a rumor. I'm I think that that's that's confirmed. That'd be so good if that if that movie comes out and just says untitled Deadpool sequel. I am, I'll I'll love them forever. Um, yeah, and actually on the on the Deadpool uh, on the Deadpool note, this is the thing I was going to talk about. Uh, did you hear that Tim Miller, the director of the first Deadpool, uh, is teaming up with Brian Michael Bendis on an X Men movie? Huh. Okay. Yeah. B M Bendis is uh, is is writing it. Oh boy. The room. You ready to see Bendis on the big screen? Bendis on the big screen <laughs> this fall. Um, the rumor is it's a Kitty Pride movie. That is very appealing to me. Yeah, I hope they get uh, what's her name Ellen back Page. as Kitty Pride. Yes. Yeah, and she was such a good casting choice for for Kitty Pride. Perfect I totally agree. Choice. The best part of a really horrible movie. I love Kitty Pride so much too. She's definitely one of my favorite X Men. So that's exciting. Yeah, and she. I mean, of all the like, there's definitely complaints to be had about Bendis's X Men, but of all the characters that that he wrote, I think he was particularly adept at at writing uh, Kitty Pride. I agree. I agree. I think he's one of the reasons why I was I really uh, took a liking to that character. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, that's great. That'd be fun, man. Yeah, and I I'd mean, love to see a Kitty Pride movie. Yeah, and it's it's weird too because I mean, everyone kind of thought for a while that that there was like bad blood between Tim Miller and uh, and Fox. You know, after there was like that sort of weird last minute. Oh, he's not doing Deadpool anymore, and like nobody was really talking about why that happened. Oh, um, and because he went right after that, he went on and and signed on to direct a, a new Terminator like reboot uh, in 2019. Well, wow, that doesn't not need to happen. It really doesn't. Uh, I I just I mean it, if it does end up happening, I just hope it's it's completely nothing like Terminator Genesis because that movie was one of the worst things I've seen ever. I I literally got about twenty minutes in and had to turn it off. Yeah, I could un, unwatchable. Just not good. Just not good. It's very rare a movie for me is unwatchable. Mm-hmm. I uh, I agree. I, I can through, watch some pretty I got bad through, movies. I got through Gods of Egypt. I got through <laughs> The Last Witch Hunter. I got through uh, Dracula Untold, and I couldn't get through Terminator Genesis. Yeah, Terminator Genesis is bad, dude. Wait, holy shit! I, you know, good. Uh, just Terminator in general. It's just not. It's not fun. It sucks. It had. I mean, I see. I actually liked Terminator Salvation. Well, with, with Christian Bale. Yeah, I don't really remember it. 
I know a lot of people give that movie shit, but and and maybe part of that was I think that was the first Terminator movie I ever saw. Oh, and it was also like peak Christian Bale. You know, it was while he was Batman and um, uh, what's his face? Uh, kid that played he's dead now. Kid that played um, ah, shit, the Russian. He he played the Russian kid in uh, Star Trek. What's his name? He was in Green uh-huh. Room. Anton. Anton Yelchin. There we go. He almost played yeah. Wally West. But yeah, that kid was in it, and he was really good. I don't know. I, I enjoyed... Holy Wally. shit, he almost played Wally West? Yeah, dude. In George Miller's Justice League, he was going to play Wally West. Oh. Oh, fuck. That would have been good. Right? That was. I think that was perfect casting. And I think uh, Adam Brody was playing Barry Allen. He was going to die. Dude, I, DC must be fucking kicking themselves in the head for not doing that. Oh, yeah. And they, like... Ever and and I mean they they were going to do it. It was it was really the Australian government uh, that that made it unable to happen. There was this whole thing about tax credits and shit that just like sh- like oh, harpooned the production two weeks before it started. It's crazy. They had like Army Hammer was Batman and they already did costume tests and everything with him. Uh, Megan Gale was Wonder Woman. Um, who else do they have? There was one I know big name that was attached. Oh, the guy who played a Morton Joe was going to play Martian Manhunter. Oh my god, really? Yeah. They even had like a whole face mold that looks unbelievable. Uh huh. it's it's real good. Um Damn. But yeah, uh I I I would have loved that. And the screenplay actually, the screenplay to that movie is really good. Um you can look it up, just Google Justice League Mortal screenplay. Huh. Okay. Um yeah, anyway, I, I think I think that's cool. I think Tim Miller is a, a good director. He's actually signed on apparently as well. He's signed on to do a uh, Neuromancer movie. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I yeah. That's a, that's one of those that's like, I think everybody's sort of like, maybe someday, but probably never. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's huh. got to be made at this point, right? Like that's such a the just the general visuals of that movie are so popular right now that if there's a time to make it, I don't know. I feel like it, the time to have made it would have been like hot on the heels of the Matrix when you do like a better steampunk or not steampunk, cyberpunk. but uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, because I feel like Cyberpunk's, I don't think it's super hot right now. Oh, I think it absolutely is. I mean, like, sure, uh, Altered Carbon's not, you know, didn't do crazy it's well. Not, and, it's, yeah. You know, and Blade Runner wasn't crazy successful, but it wasn't because of that. Like, Blade Runner wasn't crazy successful because it was a long movie that was really introspective. Uh, mm. But I and I, but I think for, for, for those reasons, though, I think Tim Miller is, like, a perfect guy for that because he's, you know, his background is in VFX and really, really good VFX. Um I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. That's that's. I, I that's all I can really think of to to talk about today. Um, we were going to do the issue of the week, but then Rachel wasn't available, and 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 all that stuff. And so it's. We'll wait till next week to do that issue of the week. Um, we do have upcoming creator interviews with Sam Humphreys and Daniel Warren Johnson. Uh, that are both on the schedule. The Sam Humphreys one will actually probably be pretty soon. Um and stuff like that yeah i don't know and then next week with with rachel when she's back we'll probably be talking about uh talking about the issue of the week what was the issue of the week again it was sandman um yeah that's right i don't remember which issue it was but yeah sandman yeah it was number ah shit i can i can find it Eh, it for like 14 or something some shit like that it was the one it was the first one where shakespeare shows up yeah whichever that is um that that one that that one (laughs) Uh, you can follow the show uh, on Twitter at Savage Land Pod, Instagram and Facebook at Savage Land Podcast. Leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, type stuff if you want to. If not, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't hurt us, but it does, but it doesn't. We just cry. We do just cry. A lot. But for unrelated tears reasons. Of, tears of pain. From From now I don't have any. I don't you know, know anything else. Well, well, well I, I assume we'll also be chatting about Black Panther next week. Oh, oh yeah, duh. Yep, uh, Black Panther's probably our main topic next week. So, uh, when you when you see Black Panther, tweet us your thoughts on the movie, and we'll we'll talk about it on the show. Um, and if you haven't yet, that soundtrack's so hot right now. Oh my god, that soundtrack's great. Thank you, Kendrick so, Lamar. Got that going for everybody. Yep. Uh, but that's 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 that sound that soundtrack has some pretty racy language for a Marvel film. I'm <laughs> yes, it does. It also has a lot of random DC Comics references for a Marvel film. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I was listening to it and I was like, "Whoa, this is weird." Yeah, okay. I'm into it though, but weird. It's there's yeah, there's definitely a lot of. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a it's not a movie soundtrack by typical 
definition, it is certainly just a rap compilation album oh, around a theme. It is. Well, I mean, it's because it said it was like m- music from and inspired by. So yeah, yeah. So it's definitely it's definitely like a Jim Jim Freds was like, hey, you should get this rapper on this song, and we'll just put it on the album. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it's just it's super fun to listen to. I've been listening to that constantly for the last like however many days since it came out. Yeah, but it's good shit. So go go listen to it and then tweet us your thoughts on Black Panther when you see it. Um, we won't be recording until probably like I don't know Monday or Tuesday. So you got time. Um, and I think that's uh, that's it for the show. So we hope you've enjoyed your time in the Savage Land. be cool.com you never know <laughs>